old The weather outside is not that cold And if you take my hand, I'll walk with you to Georgia Welcome to Country with Celine. I'm your host, Celine Chamarki. She has a total of over 24,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, <laughs> as well as a total of over 1.3 million streams. She released her latest single this year, Not Anymore. Please welcome Molly Tetterton. Molly, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime, girl. Okay, so your latest single, Not Anymore, share to us. What is the story behind that one? Okay, so um, funny enough, the first line is, I don't wear your, your cowboy hat anymore. And I dated like my best friend, uh, my junior year of high school, going into senior year. Um, and when I left for college, he gave me his cowboy hat and he wore this cowboy hat every single day. Like it was his pride and joy. And then I was saying goodbye to him and he like gave me his cowboy hat. And it was just like the most special thing. Like, I don't know, it was just so special. And when I left for college, I put it in my closet and we had broken up for college and I came home for winter break and I saw that cowboy hat in my closet and I was like, this is sad. Like, I'm sad. I miss him, but I need to move on and just be myself and, you know, go on this adventure. And I just kept seeing this cowboy hat and I was just like, I'm like, I'm so sad. Like, I just like, I hate this hat. Like, I don't want it anymore. Like, it just brings up like so many happy memories. Uh, and so <laughs> I literally wrote, I don't wear a cowboy hat anymore. It sits on the bottom of my closet floor. And that was kind of like the beginning of the song. And then I co-wrote it with one of my um, friends, Chris Klein. And we just like wrote like a complete banger out of it. Just like a a tribute to just moving on and um just being authentically yourself and just trying to find your way through a breakup and it's honestly one of my favorite things i've ever written um just because it's literally based on a cowboy hat like true story based on a cowboy hat that was in my closet <laughs> i don't wear your cowboy hat It sits at the bottom of my closet floor Ain't it funny how a memory sitting to remind me that I don't need you no more Did your ex-boyfriend ever get his cowboy hat back? He did, he did. <laughs> I gave it back to him. It was one of his like favorite hats. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I ended up giving it back to him, but it's, it's a special hat to me. I think it'll always mean something to me. Mm -hmm. Well, this song will always mean something to you too because of the meaning behind it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think, I think it can relate to a lot of people of just having that hard 
time to like move on. Um, it's, it's so hard. I, I'm a person that cannot move on. Like I, I have to have people in my life. Like I hate letting go of people, but at some point you just got to like let go. And that's kind of the entire meaning of the song is just like letting go. Um, and it was very like, it helped me a lot, um, through winter and just kind of getting through that breakup and, you know, it just, I think it can help a lot of people too. And that's what I love about making music is helping people. Well, that's what life is all about too, changes. Yes. You go exactly. through these phases all the time and you don't realize that people are in your life for a reason, whether it's mm -hmm. short or whether it be long and you just have to learn to accept that and move on. So I love the mm -hmm. meaning behind that song, Molly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now another one of yours, Yellow. I have to put this out there because when I saw this on Spotify, I was like, damn girl. I know. One million streams. Okay. One million streams. How crazy is that? How do you feel? It was like, I, I still don't have any words. Like, it's still so crazy to me. Um, I wrote that song when I was like 14 years old, like literally a baby. <laughs> um, and I wrote it. So I guess I'll tell you the backstory. My parents separated in eighth grade. And I was so upset. I was also going through my first boyfriend, first breakup ever. So I was so sad. I was just, I was just a girl going through it. in high school. Like, I was just like, man, like, is this what growing up is? Like, I don't want to grow up. And I just, I went to therapy. It didn't really work for me at the time, but I go to therapy now and I love it. Totally recommend it. Um, but at the time I was just like, I hate this. Like nothing's working. So I, picked up my guitar after not playing it and literally just started writing and that was my therapy and I ended up writing yellow and it's just such a it's such a 14 year old song but like it just blew up like literally blew up I didn't do any PR with it I just put it out first song ever as time went by I started to not cry even though all the pain will come time again Although my heart is yellow, like the birds flying high, ain't no tears tonight, I'm moving on my own. It just impacted so many people. I would be getting messages like this song has helped me through so much. Like, and it's just like, it's so rewarding as an artist to know that you're helping people through stuff. And it's just, I don't know, it's the craziest feeling, but when that song hit a million, I, I just, I still can't believe it. It's crazy. All my friends are like, you're literally a millionaire. Like I, I told my dad, I was like, dad, I'm the first millionaire in the family. Like, it's just crazy. And it's so humbling and I'm forever grateful for that song. Well, clearly that song really connected with a lot of people for it yes, to have a million. Yes. And the fact that you just kind of put it out there and it took off on its own just goes to show how music is so healing. It's so healing. It, it, it really is. And music is such a therapy, especially for artists like yourselves. That's your therapy, writing songs. Songwriting is how you cope with things. Mm -hmm. So let's get to know Molly a little bit more. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in a small town, Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, it's a pretty... I don't know the population, but <laughs> you pretty much know everyone. Um, and I literally have lived here my entire life. Um, it's one of the best worst towns. Like I love it, but it brings back a lot of memories and it was good to get away. Um, but yeah, I love coming back here and just seeing my family for sure. 
And now what made you want to pursue country music? Was it something that you grew up surrounded by or was it something that you kind of just wanted to branch out on your own? Um, well, my dad would say that he influenced me, but he's not a singer at all. He likes to think he is. <laughs> um, but I started singing when I was like a toddler. Like I had like a karaoke machine and um, I just would sing all the time. Um, I have no idea where I got it from. No one in my family is musically talented. <laughs> just me. Um, but I guess just being surrounded by the radio. Like my mom would play like Taylor Swift, Tim McGraw all the time. And I would just hear music and I would just sing and sing and sing. And I think that's what really got me into wanting to be a singer and I've, I've always wanted to be a singer for the longest time. Um, I don't really think there was a specific point, but just going to concerts and just being surrounded by music, I was like, this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. Well, you're on track to... to I know. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm just like, I'll like sit in Nashville and I'll just be like, I'm literally here. Like, I've dreamed about this since I was like a kid. It's just crazy, but... <laughs> the way the world works, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of um, little girls too, like even myself included, I'll be honest with you, used to sing to the stuffed animals, just was used yeah, to yeah. sing karaoke. I feel like it's just something that little girls especially used to do. And it's just whether or not you continue that passion or you kind of just end it and figure out something else that you want to do. But it's really nice how that's actually what you want to do. So all the best to that, okay? Thank you, thank you. No problem. So who would you say were your musical influences? Would you say it was like Taylor Swift, Tim McGraw, like who you used to hear from your mom? Um, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think Taylor Swift had a huge influence on me as a little kid. Um, yeah, I think she's one of my, like, biggest influences, um, just I would hear on the radio, like, I, we ha used to have, like, a big Suburban, <laughs> and, like, back then, like, it was just, like, CDs that you play, so we had, like, her, like, Fearless CD that we'd put in, and, it, yeah, I would just sing it all the time, um, but, yeah, and probably, yeah, I think that, that she's one of my biggest influences. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people, underrate Taylor Swift too but she is such a good songwriter as well like you know like genius like yeah. I mean I don't understand how she does it like she's so good and I think she's just a great girl I would love to just sit with her and listen to all she has to say um but like currently I guess my biggest inspirations are Casey Musgraves for sure um one of my, actually, this is so funny. One of my best, not best friends. I like got coffee with her right before I left Nashville. Her name's Carter Faith. And she's just like creme de la creme. Like her music is so good. Um, but yeah, like we talk all the time now. And like, she's definitely one of my like biggest inspirations. She's such a good person. And I love her music. So, yeah. Well, you attending Belmont University, as we were mentioning prior to this, you're going to meet so many different music. Oh, yeah. For sure. And you guys are all going to grow together. You guys are all going to feature on each other's songs, collaborate with each other. So you guys are all going to take up at the same time. So it's nice that you are forming that friendship now before I guess it all happens, you know? It's been great living in Nashville and making so many um, new friends and connections. Um, and just like having like a good time, honestly. You know, you meet so many people and then you realize you have so much in common with them. And I think music is such a binding thing between two people. Um, mm -hmm. You can really relate 
it's it's been a fun scene in Nashville for sure going everywhere and seeing everything <laughs> seems like to live in Nashville to go to Nashville I feel like it's a completely different vibe than actually living in Nashville like to oh, live yeah. in Nashville would be like such a dream especially if that's where you want to end up and with country music it's music city right yeah, well, you can tell who lives in Nashville and who doesn't. You can tell if they're wearing white, like, calf, like, cowgirl boots, they're not from Nashville. <laughs> or, like, a hat, they're not from Nashville. It's, or the bridal parties you see all the time. Like, it's it's a funny, like, it's a, it's a tourist city. So, like, I don't know. But, yeah. yeah, you can definitely tell who's local and who isn't. Well, now, next time I go to Nashville, I'll make sure not to wear a white cowboy. <laughs> You'll be spotted. <laughs> um, and now, Molly, as an event, as an individual, you struggle with mental illness. And, and a lot of people have been struggling with that, especially during the time like mm -hmm. we're in now with this pandemic with COVID-19 and all these variants. You're locked in your house. You can't do much. People yeah. are scared. So I want to ask you, what is a message that you would love to get across to people who are struggling with this illness? Um, honestly, just, I think something that has helped me a lot um, is my relationship with God. Um, that's like a big, big factor in my life. I've always just really looked up to him and just knowing that like I have a plan in my life whether you're in a um, religious standpoint or not, you have a plan in your life. You're where you're supposed to be at all times. And, you know, I've been going through so much trouble in my life and so much happiness. And there's just so much joy in life that we may not be able to see now, but we can later. Um, and I think it's such a, life is such a, beautiful and precious thing that we are given and we only have one um but I just take it day by day and um music has just been really healing for me and just just finding something that's healing for you is just so special I love that Molly amen to that yes <laughs> amen to that um yeah it, it's everyone has a purpose in life I mean you can think that you're at the bottom of the barrel right now, but there's a reason for that. And you're literally, God will help you get to where you are supposed to be. You, there's a purpose for your life, your job. To me, I find there's always a purpose for your life and your job is to find out what that purpose is and exactly. just strive for that. Just keep going. And it's not the end of the world. I mean, I, I know a lot of people probably think that during tough times, but there's always a brighter side, right? And also just there's so, whoever you are, there is always someone who loves you. There's not, like, no one doesn't love you. Like, there are so many people who love you. If you can't realize it, like, oh, my goodness. I could go on and on about this. Like, you are so special. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, no matter what you're going through, like, you are literally one of a kind. And there's so many important features about you and aspects about your life. And you have so long of your life. Like you are a life changer. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, but like we are literally put on this earth to change lives. And I think it's so important to realize that. I hope everyone listening to this understands what you mean by all of that and actually takes that into consideration for their own life. I love, yeah. I loved it. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now Molly, before I let you go, 
we're gonna play a little game I like to call Country with Selena Rapid Fire. So, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you out a couple questions and then answer them and then we'll take it from there. Sound good? Yes, love it. <laughs> the first one is, what is your favorite song at the moment? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna do like off the top of my head. Um, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, Call Me. It's one of my favorite songs. I feel like the first song that pops into your head is gonna be yeah. your song. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hot coffee or cold coffee? Hot, for sure. Hot I drink coffee. a cup every day. <laughs> You're bouncing off the walls every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> what would be your dream travel spot? Japan. 100% Japan. It's been my dream to go. Um, I just love the culture. I think it's such an amazing place and I definitely want to study abroad there. <laughs> I mean, that can happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and the last one is, if you could go back in time, what year would you go to? Oh gosh, probably. Oh, I don't even think I want to go back in time. <laughs> I guess, honestly, freshman year, I would go back in time and just be more aware of my surroundings. I had a, I had a little rough freshman year, not going to lie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd probably go back to freshman year and just tell me to look out. <laughs> Keep my eyes open. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would want to go back to their freshman year of high school, college, whatever it may be, and kind of redo it. And I mean, it's, it's only four years if you go to high school, like it's so short. And I mean, I feel like a lot of people are going to want to go back and actually relive it. And there's so much that you probably. Oh yeah. High school was an interesting time, but I, I wouldn't take it for granted. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. I feel so bad for the people who actually couldn't finish the last two years properly, like how we did with our prom and then our graduation. I know. I didn't have a senior. I basically... Well, my junior year, Hurricane Florence hit, and we were out of school for like a month. And then senior year, COVID happened. So I didn't really have like a normal junior or senior year. Um, no. But I'm honestly grateful um, because that made me appreciate school a lot more and um, just finding the good and all the bad. Everything <laughs> happens for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I believe that. Like, I want that tattooed on my forehead. Like, <laughs> I literally, like, I say that about everything. Like okay, I got a bad grade on this test. Like everything happens for a reason. Like I just live by that. <laughs> I've had a life-changing experience like maybe about a year ago and it really put that saying into perspective. Oh, yeah. And it's like, when you actually understand that saying, it's your, your go-to. You yeah. live by that from, from that. Oh yeah. It helps me so much through literally everything. So I love that saying. Everyone should go and tattoo that on their forehead as well. Yes. <laughs> Take from the take from the show tattoo everything out for a reason on your forehead. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be the highlight. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Molly, for joining me today on Country with Selena. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. Sure, it's had so much fun. <laughs> um, and everybody, please go stream. Not anymore. I'm a sucker for you.